Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Motivate, the motivation and inspiration podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Bishop T.D. Jakes talking about when God knows when. I chose this episode because there's always someone going through a challenge. Many of us are going through challenges every day, whether it's us actually trying to achieve our goals or if life is just throwing a lot at us. Well, today's episode is all about focusing on the timing component. It's all about focusing on knowing that the higher power, whether it be God or the universe or something, really just knows that everything is okay and it's all part of the plan. As Bishop Jakes puts it, there's comfort in knowing that there'll be an end to it. So if you're going through something right now, just know it's all part of the plan and just know that the end result, it's already mapped out for you. It's already proven to be better for you. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoy today's episode. When I read the text, Amidst the magnitude of powerful things, prolific things that stood out to me, it was the one word when that captivated me the most. When, the time capsule, when, the ambiguity of it, when, the uncertainty of it, when, the promise of it. The Lord knows when is often an expression Uh, Like you say, the Lord knows when I'll get back to Alabama. The Lord knows when I'll get back to the store. It's more of an expression. But today, I want to use it more as a conviction. I want it to have more meaning than a casual American colloquialism. I want it to point to the fact that the Lord knows when is my conviction. I want to discuss an absolute conviction with you. Just something that you can really sink your teeth into. The Lord knows when. His knowledge and sense of timing has long been a discussion of theological worth. That God knows is where we get omniscience. God being all-knowing, knowing everything from the beginning to the end that the Lord knows. It is comforting to say the Lord knows when, especially when I don't. <laughs> it is important for us to understand the Lord knows when to, this, to rebuke the tendency to believe that our lives are chaotic. We turn on the television set every day and we don't know what in the world we're going to see. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what calamity is going to face. There's a feeling of uncertainty. There's a pensiveness that's inherent in our spirits right now, sitting on the edge, not knowing what's going to happen next. To know and to remind yourself that God is omniscient and that God has a plan and he has a schedule and he has a sequence and he has a structure gives comfort whether he shares it with me or not. For God often knows things that he chooses not to share. Like parents don't always share with their children. And children don't always tell their parents. It is possible to have information and not espouse the information to you. But the Lord knows when. It's like children going on a ride. And they're in the back seat of the car. And they keep saying to you, are we there yet? Yet they are comfortable to ride on the car in the uncertainty of not knowing where they are in the journey. They are confident because they know that their father or their mother has the wheel. 
Are we there yet? I don't know whether we're there yet. I don't know whether we're at the end of suffering. I don't know whether we're at the end of sacrifice. I don't know whether we're coming to harvest or not. Are we there yet? But I do know who holds the wheel. And as long as I know who holds the wheel, I'm not worried about where I am in the journey because I know before we got in the car, you had a plan, you had a map, you had a strategy, you had a timing, and I'm going to wait on you. Jesus at one point tells his disciples, he says, henceforth I call you no longer servants, but friends, for a servant knoweth not what his master doeth. It is possible to serve God and not know when. It is possible to be your parents' child and not know, are we there yet? It is possible to be going through a process of healing and know it's coming, but don't know when. But then when is also a promise because it, it lets me know that God has a when. That whatever I'm going through, I will not always go through it. That sooner or later, God has set a date and God, oh, you didn't hear. Yeah, I don't think you heard the power of what I said. God has a win. He's not making this up as he goes. He's not just contemplating. He's not just figuring out. He's not just responding to your moves, your attitudes, and, uh, and the, the attacks of the enemy and the things your friends say about you. God is not making it up as he goes. You are not at the mercy of your detractors. Your critics, your haters, you're only at the mercy of the timing of God. And God knows when. From the book of Job, the oldest book of the Bible, Job says to us, the Lord knows the way that I take. And when he has tried me, I shall come forth as pure gold. I might not come forth today. I might not come forth tomorrow. I may not even come forth next week or next month. But when he has tried me, I shall, not I might, not I hope, not I wish, I shall come forth as pure gold. I know how the story ends. I will not burn in the purification of the fires that separate the dross from me forever. I just don't know how long I have to be in the fire to get all the things out of me for me to be pure gold. But I know when it's over, I shall come forth as pure gold. And every contaminant that would contaminate my worth or value will have burned off in the process. But not me. Gold don't burn, baby. Dross burns. Gold doesn't burn. It may melt. It may become softened. But it will never burn because it's gold. So if God allows me, Job says, to put me in the fire for a while, he's only trying to burn off those things that would weaken my value. And I shall come forth as pure gold. Now, I know Job is not the first book in the chronological order of your Bible, but it is the oldest book in the Bible. And from the book of Job to the last writing in the book of Revelations, there's a consistency of understanding. Take a minute and look at Revelations 2, 8 through 11. And the Bible says, and the angel of the church in Smyrna, unto the angel of the church in Smyrna, write these things, saith the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. I know that works. And tribulation and poverty. 
but thou art rich, and I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews, and are not, but are of the synagogue of Satan. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Oh, I'm going to say that again. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation. This is what I love. Ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death. It's the ten days that gets me happy. Maybe the ten days didn't get you happy, but the ten days gets me happy. It's good to know that before I get in it, God has already given me a schedule to come out. Somebody, I don't know who I'm talking to, but you're, you're on your ninth day. <laughs> God is speaking to us, fear none of those things without shall suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast you into prison, but you're going to be all right. You should be tried, but you're going to survive. You're going to have tribulation, but I put it on a calendar. I got a timer on it. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. So from the first book of the Bible to the last book of the Bible, we see the same thing being said. The final words in Revelations declare, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the church. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. This is important for us to understand that from the very beginning to the last, God has a watch. God has a watch and a timer is on it and it's already set. Solomon declares in Ecclesiastes, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. If nothing is running chaotically, everything is on schedule. Everything is on schedule. I said nothing is chaotic. Everything is on schedule. You, you, you ought to write that down. Everything is on schedule. It's right, I'm right where I'm supposed to be, when I'm supposed to be, going through what I'm supposed to go through at the time I'm supposed to go through it. Because God has a time and a season for every purpose under heaven. It's not about, I want to know my purpose, Pastor. I don't know my purpose. Please pray for me that the Lord will show you your purpose. Don't worry about your purpose. Worry about your season. Because when you get in your season, your purpose will be clear. And wherever there is purpose, there's going to be timing. And wherever there's a timing, there will always be a win. Somebody just type win, 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 win. God knows when 